Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews with Ben Jarofsky. I'm Dave Glowatz. Ben writes on government and politics for the Chicago Reader. And he's here with me today, looking like he survived without explosive or concussive injury the uh, holiday. That's correct, Senator. Today we're talking about your article that appeared in the Reader before the holiday on June 27th, 2013, titled How Chicago's Five-Year School Plan Was Dead on Arrival. And this plan is titled The Next Generation, Chicago's Children, 21st Century Preparation for Success in College, Career, and Life. This is a 28-page document, I guess on a rather high level, talks about the Chicago Public Schools plan for its schools. A high level? As opposed to giving nitty gritty. It doesn't give a lot of detail, right? In your article, you ridicule the plan. (laughs) Does it contain anything you consider substantive? No. I mean, no. And I'll... It was platitudes and propaganda and just misleading PR, which, of course, was completely negated by the cuts that followed within a week or so. I can't remember the chronology anymore. I mean, What do you think motivated the administration to issue the plan? Propaganda. Uh, just, PR. To, just to keep the PR machine, machine going. running. Look, they had assaulted the city of Chicago by closing 50 schools. There was outrage. There was a bad taste in the mouths of many people, parents, students, teachers at the schools that were affected. That disapproval is not as strong if your child is not in a school that's closed. So in order to combat that, they uh, had a public relations initiative where uh, Barbara Bird Bennett, who's the CEO unveiled this five-year plan, had a press conference or a speech, or I can't remember what it was anymore, and got great write-ups in the Tribune and the Sun-Times, which I read. And then, of course, the cuts, it was left to principals to announce the cuts to come. So it was a PR initiative by a mayor who's very sophisticated when it comes to public relations. State law mandates that CPS create a one-year and five-year capital plan each year. This plan talks about what the system will do with respect to renovation, improvement, construction, repairs, things of that nature. And the five-year plan is revised each year to reflect the realities of what happens each year. There's a table in here that shows the capital spending Mm -hmm. from year to year in each fiscal year. And there's a table here that shows in the years between 2009 and 2012, it hovered between $460 million and $615 million. And then it drops in fiscal year 13 to $11 million. And mm-hmm. then they have what they called a supplemental capital budget, which they pulled forward from subsequent years to shore up capital spending, taking it from the future yeah. somehow. So they time traveled it. And then in the subsequent fiscal years, up until 2018, they're talking of spending in the neighborhood of between 150 and $160 million per year. So it's plummeting. They're not going to be spending money, according to their plan. It's gone down significantly. It's going down, yeah. So they're not going to be spending money. So that plan tells you that the city of Chicago under Mayor Emanuel will not be spending more money on new schools, uh, rehabbing schools, equipment for schools. They'll, in fact, be spending less money. That's what he's doing. He's cutting public education. So those numbers substantiate what, in fact, he did. I mean, when he closed the 50 schools, he originally said it was to decrease the amount of money we commit to the schools because, well, he claimed that we were wasting it because they were underutilized. 
So we're going to put more kids into fewer schools. Therefore, we can we'll have less heating costs, less cost of maintaining the building. We'll be able to fire staff. So as the years go on, we'll save more money just on those operational and personnel costs. Also, as the years go on, the fewer schools, there's less need to invest in them to fix them up. So I presume that's that budget is showing. I guess it's his way of saying he's divesting in public education. So it's useful to hold these two plans side by side because this one is more nuts and bolts absolutely. and shows you what they actually say they're going yes, to spend. Yes, absolutely. What you're getting at here is very useful. It's sort of like when you take a look at their press release that says we've cut central office spending to the bone and then you actually look at a official budget and you see that central office officials got raises. And so you see the inherent contradiction between what they say they're doing and what they actually are doing. But Dave, I think it's clear, there's no doubt about it, he's cutting back as best he can spending on public schools as we know them. Um, the total amount of money that is allocated for quote-unquote education is not going down in any significant way. In fact, he's talking about increasing the property tax for public education. So you have to ask, well, if you're cutting back on actual expenditures to schools while increasing the amount of money that go to the schools, where's the money going to? Ben, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, David. Listeners, we welcome your comments and suggestions via Facebook and Twitter. Search for Inside Chicago Government. I'm Dave Glowatz. Thanks for listening.